everybody. I'm super excited right now because the time has come. I'd like to officially introduce you all to my new baby. Welcome to the I Lost My podcast, also known as the ILM podcast. If this is your first time hearing or seeing me, my name is Michi G. I'm the author of I Lost My Mom, Now What? Memoir of a Motherless Daughter. And in the book, I pretty much get candid about my experience with grief, my experience and my journey with grief and losing my mother to breast cancer. I pretty much give you the good, the bad, encouragement, everything regarding to grief on my grieving journey. So this podcast will be no different. You're gonna get the same just from other people's perspective. Now, I'm super big on letting my loved one or my mother in my case live through me. If you never met me before, you're gonna know my mother because of how I carry myself, how I talk, just everything, everything that is me, that's how you're gonna meet my mother. Um, so this podcast, you're gonna learn a lot about a lot of loved ones who, um, a lot of beautiful people who once walked this earth who are no longer here. And you're gonna see how their loved ones cope with grief as well. Um, this is not a podcast about perfect coping skills or the proper way to grieve because grief is different for everyone. So you're going to get the raw, the good, the bad, encouragement, and so many other things regarding grief from so many beautiful people who I'm thankful to uh, agree to do this podcast. So for this first episode, I don't want to do anything scripted. So of course I can't ask my own self questions. So I have my husband, I had my husband rather come up with questions and ask me questions about my grieving journey. So. Let's go ahead and get into it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And here we go. Let's go. Episode one. All right. So how are you today? I'm good. I can't complain. Welcome. Welcome. Um, first and foremost, before we get started, I want to give a big shout out, big hats out to you for starting this beautiful podcast, starting this beautiful podcast entitled I Lost My ILM Podcast. Um, I think it's very great that you're doing somewhere. People can express um, the steps and things that they go through when dealing with grief and losing someone. So, thank you. Hats off to you. Quick little hand clap, 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 snap, snap. So, you are our first interviewee. Um, I have some questions for you. Just be yourself, be open and honest, and let's get to the nitty and gritty of it. Can we do that? Yes, sir. So, first and foremost, what's your name for the people? Uh, my name is Michi G. I almost gave you my government, but I'm going to give you Michi G. Hello, Michi G. So like I stated, I got a few questions that I'm going to ask, and I just want you to be open and transparent, because the biggest thing is transparency with this type of podcast and this type of platform. So are we good? Yep. All right, so let's get into it. So what is life for you right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, how would you say life is for you right now? Life is, I feel like I'm not quite at a 10 yet. I'm on my way to a, to feeling at a 10 with, uh, with life on a scale of 1 to 10. But I want to say about a 7. Because I've, other, the biggest challenge in my life, I guess, is anxiety. So, and that is a result of, I, in my opinion, losing my mother. Um, that's the only barrier with life. 
So I was so gonna, about a seven. I was gonna follow up with uh, why do you think life is this way for you? And you're saying anxieties or anything else that you may deal with on a daily basis that um mainly the biggest part is anxiety um and it came from like losing my mom and just being there every day with her and observing certain things about her health so now i on a day-to-day basis now i'm eating healthy and healthier habits now i'm like super aware of my body and my so it makes my anxiety like so that's the biggest thing. Um, of course, you, my good days outweigh my bad. I'll say that. But of course, every day is not going to be a happy day. But so because you're focused, you're saying things like anxiety is it's it kind of affects you. Are you saying? Do you feel like it was heightened? Does losing that relative, your mom in this instance, does that play a part of this rating? Would mm-hmm. you say so? For sure. Like before losing her, how would you? Would you have been at a anxiety level? Would it have been low or? I try to think about that all the time. Like, did I, before I knew what anxiety was, did I deal with anxiety? I don't think I did because I wasn't aware of certain things like health and certain dangers of the world and certain possibilities of life. I wasn't aware. So I started observing um, anxiety once she died. Like, I don't think I did. So, just to reiterate, who was that person for you, and how did she pass away? Um, yes, so that was my mother, my mommy. Um, she passed away from breast cancer. She had breast cancer one time before and had the surgery and the treatment and everything, and they got all the cancer, um, but then like a year or so later, it came back, and unfortunately, the second time, she lost her battle. And what did she mean to you, like? Besides being your mom, what what did she... Um, She was everything to me. That was my best friend. That was my road dog, my confidant, my everything. Like, if if you saw her, most of the time you saw me. So, that was, she was everything to me. My so, world, pretty much. Right. Aside from me, of course. But, but, yeah, she was my everything. So, in reference to we're in year 2022... Uh, in reference to year 2022, when did you lose her and about how long has that been? Um, I lost her in 2018. So that was about three years ago to date. Um, this year in 2022 in October, uh, October 18th, 2022 will make four years of me losing her. Okay. So technically it's three years. Three years right now. So can you recall the events of that day of losing her? Like, mm-hmm. uh, My mom died the day after my dad's birthday. Uh, the day before. Um, it's a long story of that, how we got to the day of the day of events. But the day before, um, she had been super sick. And the day before she passed, she was just in good health. She was happy. She was like her old self. You know, she had trouble walking and different things, but um, she was just her old self and in good spirits. And then she unfortunately passed that next morning, like super early in the morning. Um, Yeah. So I know I know personally you were there. Can you just give us a run through the events of how it all transpired? Like, Uh, yeah. So, like I said, we were celebrating my dad's birthday the night before. And so on a day-to-day basis, 
ever since she got sick, I thankfully worked from home. So I was over there from 4 a.m. to 9 on a normal day. Um, since it was my dad's birthday, it was the same thing. I was over there that morning before on my dad's birthday and uh, partied and whatnot till about 9. I went home to try and get ready to, um, you know, be back over there so I could take care of my mom like I always did every day. And uh, my dad just called me at like 2, 3 in the morning. It was like, something's wrong with your mom. Um, like, please get over here. So I did. I rushed over there. I thought my dad was like exaggerating. I was like, mom, mom's going to be okay because that's my, my mom. I've never known her to like, you know, just be not okay. So, uh, and I've known my dad to like over, be like over worrying, I guess is the word. Maybe not. Um, so I didn't take it necessarily serious, but I did take it serious. I got over there as quick as I could. I prayed the whole ride there. And uh, yeah, once I got there, she was just, you know, having an anxiety attack. What I know now is an anxiety attack. Um, and she unfortunately passed in my arms while I was trying to calm her down. And uh, yeah. Well, technically, she, we, you got her to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once she passed out, we, well, so a little bit before that, when I got there, we were asking, like, do you want to call 911? Do you want to go to the doctor? And she was like, no, no, I'm fine. You don't need to call 911, nothing. So we didn't. We were trying other solutions. And um, eventually she just gave me a look. And I was like, you know, once she passed out, I was like, oh, let's call 911. 911 got there as soon as they could, and we got to the hospital. Um, they tried to, basically, long story short, once they got to the hospital, her heart kept stopping. She had a pulse, but, you know, they just couldn't get her heart to stop stopping, so, so she passed. What do you remember feeling like? How was your, your emotions after, you know, what do you remember feeling? Um, I felt like during well, at the all moment, that was happening. I guess at the hospital when it was just like, okay, this is it, and it was a realization of, you know, a precious life is now. I don't think it really hit me, honestly, when I got to the hospital. Um, I think a part of me took on the role of mom. She was the one that, like, stepped up and just was strong, appeared to be strong anyway. So I felt like I couldn't really, I didn't really take it in for what it was. It just, it happened so fast and it, I just kind of numbed myself. I didn't think like, oh, I'm gonna lose my mom. I thought like, you gotta be strong for your dad who was losing it, your sister and your brother. Everybody just seems to be confused. So you gotta be that voice of like, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. So, so as, as I will say, excuse me, but after losing her, how long did it take for you to process the fact that she was gone? Right? I don't know if I processed officially it probably didn't hit me maybe a year later, maybe. Um, just because my whole life I talked to her, like every single day of my life, I maybe went my whole life, maybe one or two times not talking to her just because of schoolwork or something, being busy. But for the most part, I always talked to her and saw her. And so like when she passed, I think I just was kind of numbing myself. Um, so I, I wasn't allowing myself to feel it. How would you say that this is a question after how how were you numbing yourself? What did you numb yourself with? I don't know. It's just it's just a natural reaction. I just would not think too deep into it. I knew that my mom wasn't here and I knew like I can't call her 
but I didn't, I don't know, I, some type of way I separated the two where I didn't allow myself to like sit and be like, dang, mom's really gone. Like, you know, I didn't allow myself to take it in, I guess. I wish I could better explain that, but I just didn't think about it. I tried not to think about it. You just blocked it out. I blocked it out pretty much, yeah. So what would you say was the first shift in your attitude, behaviors, or anything else that changed? What was the what was the first shift that you noticed? That... Um, Probably my first anxiety attack. Okay. It was maybe the October... Every October since she's passed, I have huge anxiety attacks. Um, but uh, that first October, uh, literally when October got there, like I just had a bad anxiety attack, long story short. And I didn't know what it was. And I thought the two had nothing to do with each other. Um, but I found out it did. I was freaking out, like I do now, about like just things I noticed in my body which I was actually perfectly healthy, but I just noticed certain things. And then once I connected the dots of like, okay, anxiety actually does come from me missing mom, I actually started sitting and like, okay, let me let me start uncoding or decoding or whatever, and looking into like, realizing that like mom is gone. How has it really affected me? Because apparently it's affected me. I just made a whole trip to the ER and wasted money and you know, other stuff, so. So it made me sit down and be like, okay. So did you feel like you shut off to the world? Were you unavailable to friends and family? Yeah. Over time, I definitely isolated myself because, I mean, I was the strong person. My mom was viewed as the strong person with her being here. It's like a pressure. Not that anybody purposely pressured me, like, you got to be, you got to fill her shoes or nothing. But I think naturally I thought, like, I got to step in mom's shoes now that she's not here and I have to, you know, I got to do it. I got to be the strong one. And so I think I naturally isolated myself because I didn't want people to see, like, I'm actually struggling. I actually don't know, you know, actually don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just trying to wing it. So I did. And I still do sometimes. Sometimes people, I've isolated myself so much now that, like, I don't think I know how to be around people. So, yeah, that definitely is a big thing. So, just kind of on a more progressive note, how would you say, how do you manage to keep going day in and day out? How do you manage that? Excuse me. Um, how do I keep going day in and day out? I pray and meditate now. Um, I really connect with God more and just pray. I feel like even though she's not here, I still find myself sitting and talking to her and asking advice like, God, please let her guide me, or you guide me, like, because I'm trying to figure it out, you know, most of it, when she was here, I was um, going to her for advice on everything, like, and so it's no different, it's like, I still pray and meditate and see what, if I can feel her answer, that makes sense, um, but I pretty much, yeah, just. Is there something, is there something that you would say she is still in you, that you hold near and dear to your heart? Uh, yeah, everything, um, everything about being a woman, being a wife, uh, I don't have kids yet, but one day being a mother, how to really take the time to make a difference in someone's life and being there for someone, she can still, uh, we would be here forever probably if I was just to run through the long list of stuff that she taught me, but, but yeah. So have you ever sought out professional help to move through the grieving process? 
Um, I actually am currently looking for a new therapist. I did try therapy maybe, I want to say, after a year and some months after I had that anxiety, or after I lost mine, a couple months after my anxiety attack, my first one, um, I did try to find a therapist, and it kind of, it wasn't a bad session. I just, I'm super analytical of myself already so I already knew what the problem was but she was just kind of confirming that and so this go around with my anxiety flare-ups I think that and I searched for a therapist for grief and now I know I need a therapist for anxiety because though that came from grief I feel like I need to know that a little better so yes so I am looking to get another therapist so is it something that you feel like you're just trying to grasp more is it that you're trying to understand yeah i'm trying to understand um because i'm doing it by myself right now um trying to figure out how to cope with anxiety in terms of grief but i feel like there's something that i just don't know and or better habits like right now i'm learning to control my mind and tell myself i'm good you're okay but maybe there's something else that i don't know so i'm optimistic that i can find a good therapist that can guide me better so if i can ask if I can ask, sorry about that. If I can ask, I know it took a second, but if I can ask, are there any regrets that you live with surrounding the loss of your loved one? And can you provide a couple, if so, or any? Um, I regret, one of my biggest regrets, I always, it always hits me randomly now. Um, it's just not being as candid about my mom's condition to like my siblings specifically. Um, but more so, I would say the other family members, but no, more so my siblings, um, because I remember another incident where I think my dad called my brother and my brother talked to me because again, we know my dad was a warrior. Um, but, and I just kind of was like, no, you know, Jeff, we got it. He was a warrior. Wor wor like wor he worries. I'm he sorry. Worries. It's my accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> A war. Like he worries. He worries. Yeah. Um. And so I just feel like I probably should have maybe reached out more and been like, "Hey, sister. Like, no, this is the real with mom. This is what happened today. Hey, brother. Like, no, this is what happened today." And I do remember being at a point where I was that person that was trying to be strong, and I put as her condition worsened. I put everything on my back. Like, I remember you came over there one day um, when mama was real bad and I just kind of like broke down and cried. And there was a result, uh, and I was like screaming and everything. And it was a result of not telling people like, hey, I need help with helping her. I didn't, I didn't open up my mouth to say, hey family, I need help. So that's one of my biggest regrets. Gotcha. Is there any advice um, that you can give someone grieving, maybe in the process, who's in the process right now, or helping someone in need, who's helping someone in need, is there any advice you can give them? Yes, um, my biggest advice is do not ignore grief. Do not um, act as if it is not something real, or like, oh, I'm just not gonna think about it. No, you need to think about it, because I'm a living example, if you bury um, certain things about grief and like numb yourself 
um, you're going to self-destruct or you'll get anxiety or something worse. Uh, but deal with your emotions. And also, uh, don't be afraid to talk to someone because a lot of people are going through the same thing. Like Since I put out my book, so many people are like, I feel like I, re I wrote this book myself because I went through the same thing. And it's like, I wouldn't have known if I hadn't been candid and been like, hey, this is what I struggle with. Um, this is the, you know, just the thought that I had while she was sick. And so many people relate to it. So be honest about your situation. Be transparent and say, like, hey, family, I'm struggling. Hey, husband, I'm struggling. Hey, wife, hey, whoever. Today's not a good day for me. Um, this is how grief affects me. Or just take the time to yourself to really look at how grief is affecting you because you might not have to isolate, but you might need to. You know, you just, we're all different. So just take the time to grieve, basically. It is okay. So I have a question. <laughs> what is... And this is kind of just to lighten it up. What is what is a song that you will put in your heart for your mom that you lost? What song comes to mind when you think of her? The first the first song that comes to mind, ah, uh, oh, three just came to my mind. So <clears throat> one automatically was doing the butt. She probably mad that I said this song, but like that was my mom's song back in the day. She loved a good Soul Train line. I don't know who's doing the buddy vibe, but she loved that song. Also, uh, Get Low by Lil John. And uh, what's the Yellow Beezy song? That's on me. That's on me, baby. Yes, those three songs automatically come to my mind for very hilarious reasons. But yeah. All right. So to close out, I want you to send a message to the beautiful person that means the world to you that's now transcended from this lifetime and what would you like them to know just pour out your feelings um well so address it to my mother um well i want my mother to know that i'm thankful for her her presence in my life and the all her teachings everything that she did all her teachings everything that she showed me i'm thankful and I just pray that I'm making you proud. Everything I do is because of my mother and to make her proud as well as my father to make them proud. But I really just hope I'm continuing to make you proud. Just thank you. I can't just thank you is the biggest thing. Well, that's all the questions I have. You did wonderful. And <laughs> as the first unveiling episode of ILM, I lost my podcast i would like to say you did wonderful uh, can't wait to see who our future gets and keep working because this is something positive or this is something that can help someone in need mm -hmm. and to anyone listening to this podcast in this podcast always remember reach out when you don't know anything else to do mm -hmm. right. so community and I'm here for my platform is always here for you. I'm always here if you see me. I'm always here for you. Message me, slide in my inbox. And you're not in this alone. All right. Anything else you want to do? Nope. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you for listening. All right. With that being said, we are Audi 5000. Peace, love, and chicken grease. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>